0: Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com.
1: Sports Spectacular, Illini guys Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, we've got our producer uh, Tony Cordero also joining us here, as well as uh, uh, Patrick Quinn on audio. It, it, is, it is a cast of thousands, uh, divided by two hundred or so. It's uh, it's that's it's, it's close. Listen, we are so much closer to football. We're going to talk about that coming up. Toledo is just a week away, at Memorial Stadium. Uh, big show coming up, guys. Uh, Brad Sturdy, you've got Tyler Underwood coming up. Um, is he going to speak to us in Spanish? Did he learn
2: Spanish when he was overseas with the team? I, I don't know how many Spanish words he learned, but maybe he can give us a couple. Although Brad wasn't coaching, so he may not have learned any new uh, Spanish vernacular. And he, so so who knows
3: maybe he learned some colorful language in spanish that he can educate us on well
2: uh, but he had the calm coaches you know ah, so it wasn't right. brad i think brad might have been throwing a few spanish expletives at the players if they in this one
4: but no overall
2: about. yeah no tyler's t- in a new role too you know he's now a, an actual assistant coach Fine. so you know so he's working with the guys he got to do a little more coaching over there and game planning so that was pretty cool
1: yeah, good to talk with. I know you talked with uh, Zach Hamer earlier this year, um, earlier this summer, we should say, as well, after he made the adjustment up to assistant coach. And now Tyler Underwood is coming up a bit later on here in the show. Uh, Gabe Aucus, the Alani guy, he is uh, coming uh, along as well. Uh, and and let's not forget, we've got David Williams coming up, the College Football Hall of Famer. Um, again, next Friday is his big, the second annual uh, golf tournament he's doing for a great cause the david williams foundation the star receiver uh great friend of the show he'll be joining us as well talking about again how you can get involved in the orange and blue course and of course uh, they will all be joining us at guido's uh, next friday night as well uh seven to ten in downtown champagne be sure to ch- come and join the illini guys david williams all of his friends and pals and we'll be talking about that as well go to illini guys.com uh for details uh but it is football time once again and this time next week we'll be breaking down the Toledo Rockets joining us now is uh, Matt Stevens of the IlliniGuys.com dot uh, com football writer and analyst. That's great stuff for the members on the front page. Um, you know, Matt, it was really great to see and um, with this with this Illini program to see this week the Associated Press naming Johnny Newton the fifth year defensive lineman on their first team preseason All American. look, I know preseason All American, you know, they get you nowhere, right? But but to me, anytime you see a player. Um, get that kind of notification, that kind of attention. It tells me that the program is being watched um, by people on a national level. And let's be honest, that has not happened for Illinois football for a very long time.
5: Yeah, Larry, Illinois fans really can't bitch and complain about the idea that national people aren't paying attention because if Illinois is going to be as good as they want to be, and that's going to have to be close to the football, it's going to have to be at the line of scrimmage. And Johnny Newton and Keith Randolph are going to be front and center on that. And quite frankly, Isaiah Adams and uh, you know Julian Pearl are going to be front and center on that as 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 the offensive lineman as well. But Johnny Newton's done something that Illinois has never done, which is I mean they've had good defensive players: Simeon Rice, Kevin Hardy, Dana Howard, Dick Butkiss, If you want to go real all the way back, um, nobody's ever done this, and so Johnny's the first. And I think if he's your bell cow of what could be one of uh, now what national people are saying is one of the best defensive lines in all of the country, um, then Illinois probably going to be pretty good and I think that's a great sign for the Illini program and a great sign for what Brett Bieleman wants his program to be now and in the future
2: you know a lot I, I think sometimes we look at this and you know we say you know they've got Toledo it's like Toledo's you know you know Matt we look at this Toledo's yeah, tough did. game at <laughs> Kansas tough game Penn State I mean they open up with a not an easy schedule are they ready I don't know and
5: I don't know if Brett Bieleman knows either quite frankly sturdy I really don't um I think he said it best in Indy uh Brad is that Brett Bielema said look I look at I mean a lot of coaches say this but he goes I look at 12 regular season games that we have on our schedule and we could win all 12 and we could lose all 12 and I don't think he's wrong I really don't I, I, I don't think anybody who's not named Michigan or Ohio State in this league right now can look at their schedule in the league and go we're, okay, yeah, you write that one down in, a pen, in pen as a win. You know what I mean? And I, I just, if Illinois wants to look, I think the one game that I think Illinois fans want to write down in pen as a win is Indiana, and this is an Illinois team that went to Bloomington last year and lost. So um, there's a there's an argument to be made that Illinois needs to be on its on its p's and q's every single week that they play all these 12 games. Otherwise I think they could get, they could get beat easily. And I, I think Brett Bielema is drilling that into them. So will they be ready for September 2nd for the, you know, Mac champ back defending champions who have a really, really good quarterback. I have no earthly idea. And I don't know if Brett Bielema will know until toe hits leather.
3: You know, you look at that schedule and you like to say like there's one game that's maybe more important than the others or one game that's a game off I'm not certain. I see one that's really an easy game, and because of the fact that that you you really want to set this team up for you know postseason success, is is there even one that's more important right now?
5: Yeah, the first one, because you can't be undefeated unless you go one and zero. And I, I really think that Brett Bielema, again in Indy kind of said, "We're not calling them Toledo. We call them Mac Champs." And they won a conference championship. And and I think that if Illinois comes into September 2nd thinking they can walk all over Toledo, then the same thing that happened in his first season when Texas San Antonio came in and they beat him. And I think that's the same thing that could happen here. I know Illinois is like a ten and a half point favorite um, on betting sites. I I look at it and I think there's, there's a lot of different ways you could talk yourself into Toledo being in this game in the fourth quarter. And if that happens then it's pretty much a coin flip at that point. And I think Brett Bieland was preparing his guys for that, you know, for that reality, because I just don't think Toledo is going to just walk in here and roll over for Illinois. And I don't think anybody in Champaign, especially in the Smith center expects that.
1: Talking with Matt Stevens here, the Illini guys.com football writer and analyst. Um, No big surprise this week that, uh, Ole Miss transfer Luke Altmeyer was named the starting quarterback. I mean, it, it was the week to do that, right? I mean, defending two-time defending champ Georgia named their quarterback. Um, uh, some others naming theirs. Ohio State has not yet. In fact, uh, Ryan Day says they may go in with a platoon system to start game one. Um, no surprise here, I guess. I mean, kind of anticlimactic. Am I am I right with this? We kind of felt all along it was going to be a QB one going into the season.
5: Oh, no doubt. I think there's two issues. I think there's two bullet points here quickly. One is that Luke Altmaier has finally won a quarterback battle. I think he's been in college for three years now at two different places. This is the first quarterback battle he's ever won. Um, he had to back up Matt Corral his true freshman year. His redshirt freshman year, he lost the he lost what was a battle, or at least it was explained to him early on that it was a battle to Jackson Dart. Turned out it really wasn't. Started his really awful experience at Ole Miss. Um, he's finally won a quarterback battle. The interesting thing to me, Larry and guys, is that I think John Paddock for the time being won the, won the backup job. And I, I really, oh. I'm interested in seeing, that's kind of what Brett Beal. said, if they had to play a football game today and something happened to Luke Altmyer, John Paddock would go in. And that's interesting to me because you have a red shirt freshman in Donovan Leary, who I think this coaching staff was hoping would win it. Um, he's the other scholarship quarterback that you have that was in that competition and I'm I I wonder if by like say Halloween, if we revisit this issue, issue, if it's still if it's still John Paddock or is it Donovan Leary? Because if it's still John Paddock as the backup, I don't necessarily think you'll see Donovan Leary in orange and blue much longer.
2: Wow. Well, is it, but I, I guess when we look at this, uh, my other big concern heading in right now is of course replacing you know the number five pick in the draft and another <laughs> multiple guys and guys who are returning you know, 57-yard interception returns in the NFL. So a lot of guys who play the, the secondary. And you have one of your key secondary pieces who's not going to be back early on. What's the status of Matthew Bailey? Matthew Bailey will not play week one. He probably will not play week two. They're hoping to get him back for Penn State.
5: They keep telling me that it's a plug-and-play scenario that when Matthew Bailey's healthy, they'll just plug him right back into the lineup. I don't know how that's possible, because if you go back and you look at the PFF data, look, he made all of the results possible in the amount of snaps that he got, but he only played like 10 to 15% of the snaps last year because there was a guy named Sidney Brown, who's also in the NFL, who was in front of him on the depth chart. So I don't know how that's possible, but they keep telling me it's possible. The one interesting thing about the secondary, I can tell you sturdy quickly is that I, I do think we have a, another Kirby Joseph, you know, essentially transformation project, which is miles Scott, somebody who's gone from wide receiver. And I think that will I don't know if he'll start, but he'll have a very, very contributing factor in this secondary at at, the, at one of the safety spots and possibly the nickel. Um, and I think he's had a great camp, and I think that Aaron Henry is really, really happy with him, and I think that he'll have a really good impact starting on September 2nd. I just don't know if it'll be in the starting lineup, but I think he'll get in for a lot of snaps, and they're really, really happy with his transition from wide receiver now to safety.
3: One really quick question here, Matt, before the break. How is the defense feeling under Aaron Henry? They obviously knew him, but how are they uh, responding to his leadership?
5: He's aggressive. Um, He's a different personality than Walt. I think that Ryan Walters is a little bit more laid back, especially on game day. I don't think Aaron Henry is going to be that way. I think he's more energetic. I think the players feed off of that a little bit. I think you'll see that on game day. Um, and I think that Illini fans should take a lot of confidence in what he was able to call against an air raid system in the Relia Quest Bowl. So I don't think he'll be nervous. And I think that they'll have a lot of success with Aaron. I just don't know schematically if Aaron's going to do the same thing that Walt used to do, because like I've said before, Walt played man 99.9 percent of the time. And I think that Aaron knows that I don't think this defense is set up to do that, at least early on. And I don't think that he wants to get beat deep early on. So I don't. I think they might play a little bit more zone knowing that they can probably get to the quarterback with their front seven guys a lot quicker than they did last year. And at least that's the hope. And then they, they can kind of indoctrinate some of their younger guys and inexperienced guys that they have in the secondary.
1: Aaron Henry, by the way, the new uh, dad of twins. Uh, he's a, so another new role, defensive coordinator. And also now uh, he's a daddy as well. Hey, I've got about a minute left. Um got to ask how important for this program is getting this week one win Um, It's a program still trying to climb in terms of getting attention back. You've got fans in the seats. Obviously, you've got, you know, increasing season tickets. The pressure is on to win this opening game.
5: Yeah, I think if they were to lose to Toledo, even though I think that Toledo has the potential to win nine or ten games again and probably be a, a favorite to win the MAC kind of got that price is right fail theme to it of the womp womp like if you go zero and one right and I think unfortunately that's kind of where you're at with this but I do think that Brett Bieleman knows how important this season is and if the season is important guess what the season opener is important because this this fan base more than any other that I've dealt with is real fickle on the idea of if you don't give them immediate reason to like get on board they'll get off board real quick and i think that they 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 want to see results with a back-to-back kind of season after an eight and five season and i don't think losing to toledo will, will give them any other option but to jump off the bandwagon
1: I think about last year, early November, when the loss to Michigan State at home and the difference in being an 8-1 and team and a 7-2 and team, the rest of the way against Purdue, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly right. Hey, round of time, Matt Stevens, we appreciate it. We will see you online on IlliniGuys.com. And of course, we appreciate your insights uh, for all the members uh, on the message forums as well. Not a problem. Have a good one, guys. All right, Matt Stevens, there he is. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You're listening to the Illini Guys Radio Network. Still on the way, Gabe Aukis coming up. We'll break down some other Illini uh, sports as well. Uh, on the way, soccer, volleyball, and uh, and much more is coming up here on the Sportsbook Talk.
6: When life isn't easy, you need health care that is. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Reserve an appointment online or walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. Virtual visits are also available 24-7, 365. Get started today or find a clinic near you at osfoncall.org slash urgent care.
7: Hey, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 800-413-7158. 800-413-7158. 800-413-7158. That's 800-413-7158.
1: Well, around campus, uh, big news we've uh, talked a little bit about, but we can't talk enough about, and that is the exhibition game coming up um, at State Farm Center. Illinois versus Kansas, the return of Bill Self.
2: It's exciting to see Bill Self come back to the, well, he called it the assembly hall. It's the State Farm Center now. Um, But yeah, you know, Bill Self had a great run at Illinois there, short run, but... um, obviously it's it's going to be pretty cool to have him come back and he's going to bring hunter dickinson with him who uh you know <laughs> who, was, who was kind of uh, the Illinois mortal enemy when he was uh with michigan so this should be this should be a really fun matchup great cause to uh raising money for the the maui wildfires uh and all the property and lives that were lost there
3: yeah it is a great uh feature for the illinois program uh brad underwood's friendship with bill self Uh, This game will be broadcast on BTN. I'm sure there'll be a national spotlight, and there'll probably be many games that are done in similar fashion, but the idea started, you know, with Kansas and Illinois. And if you don't – if you're you're not excited about seeing the Illini basketball team, which is a very few people – um, you can see either Bill Self or Hunter Dickinson either way. So I, I'm thinking it's going to be the first sold-out exhibition in a while.
1: Yeah, no question about that. And uh, before then, though, we've got to, to try to pack the house at Memorial Stadium. Next Saturday is the big game, as we talked about. Uh, it is Illinois hosting Toledo. As uh, Matt Stevens just said uh, last uh, break in the last segment, uh, Brett by calling them the MAC champs, Mid-American champs. Do not overlook the Rockets. And, and as we've said before, this is – it's crucial for Illinois trying to to get to the next level, and uh, you've got to come out and win your opener, no matter who it is. And this time, it's you got to beat Toledo at home.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a, it's not an easy schedule. I mean, when you start off with Toledo at home, they're they're the MAC champions. They're a team that you know has a mobile quarterback, um, a very good offense. You know, I, I think Illinois has to, you know play well to win this game they can't just show up and you know there's a lot of games on your schedule you can just show up but that, that's not one of them
3: yeah there aren't many on this year's schedule but you know Illinois just named this week you know six captains Isaiah Adams Tariq Barnes uh Johnny Newton Keith Randolph Tip Ryman and Isaiah Williams so their first job is going to be to get the rest of their teammates to uh line up under coach B and take this team seriously there would be nothing worse than starting off the season with a loss after what they've worked so hard to build last season. Yeah, no
1: question about that. As we mentioned again last break, uh, you want to, again, like you said, build that momentum. You don't want to backslide or appear to backslide uh, in any way. Uh, Women's volleyball, by the way, getting started, trying to get to the NCAAs uh, at Northern Illinois uh, this is a Saturday night matchup at five o'clock. Uh, up in the Um, are anyone concerned about uh, this Illini squad after losing their exhibition to EIU?
2: Well, I think there's a huge concern. I mean, not, not that they're gonna be bad because they're still a quality team and you know they'll have everybody healthy, I think, for this one, but it's a bit concerning. Uh, this team, ha- the Big Ten is loaded. And there aren't any, most of the other teams are not losing the EIU, whether it's an exhibition or not. So they have to find a way to to make the NCAA tournament. If Chris Thomas wants to be around long-term uh, because, you know, there's a lot of pressure. This is, you know, it's big time volleyball.
3: Yeah. I, I would tell you that, you know, the optimism that was here just a week and a half ago has, I'm not saying it's died and I'm not saying that the season's over, but boy, there's nothing that's uh, worse than, you know, you get up in the morning, get a glass of milk and you find out that that milk's curdled in the, in the refrigerator (laughs) and losing to EIU is, is gotta be a very, very uh, sobering reality. When you take a look at playing teams like Nebraska.
1: Yes. No question about that. By the way, women's (laughs) soccer, uh, coming up on a five match road trip, uh, uh, a couple of nights ago, they were uh, at number 17 Xavier. They will be Saturday at Dayton as they continue on uh, as well. Stay with us. He's the Illini guy. Gabe Akas, a sophomore linebacker, joins us next here with the Sports Spectacular. You're listening to it all along the Illini guy's radio network.
8: Furnished by Nesmataju LLC. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details.
9: Honey, the credit card bill came and we're maxed out.
8: Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by.
9: We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000.
8: With our bad credit?
9: 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000.
8: I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork.
9: Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone.
8: If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up $5,000 $5,000 in minutes and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news! I went to 27cash.com and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow.
9: Wow! That is fast!
8: If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com That's 27cash.com 27cash.com Do you know someone
10: with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help right now. Insurance may cover Everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Are drug and alcohol problems hitting you too close to home? Get help right now. Insurance may cover
7: everything. 877 927 3380. 877 927 3380. That's 877 927 3380. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM.
10: Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance.
7: If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call US Med now to learn more. 800 390 5160. 800 390 5160. 800 390 5160. That's 800 390 5160.
0: You're listening to The Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio.
1: This segment presented by HX Home Solutions. Don't forget to mention Illini guys when you call up HX Home Solutions for uh, all of your uh, your home or business needs. If you you got to build, a rebuild, whatever it is, uh, man, these guys get it done. HX Home Solutions. Mention Illini guys and get $1,000 off uh your project a is uh where to go and again more details on that uh they are the presenter of uh the Illini guy for this football season Gabe Aukis joining us again the sophomore linebacker uh he is back debuting on the show last week and he's back for more um Gabe I wasn't here last week glad to see that that Mike and Brad didn't scare you away um we are yeah. we, we are a week closer now um to to the football season and um Man, I, you know, I, and this is a dumb question. I'm sure they already asked this last week. How exciting is it now to be a part of this, um, knowing you're you're going to play a much bigger role going into to game one than what you did a year ago?
11: It was very exciting. Um, just knowing last year, I was just expecting to play, but not knowing I was going to start, you know, so so early. But this year, I'm just really excited. You know, I know what's to come. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a year in, and so I'm just really excited for the season. And what is to bring?
2: You know, you know, Gabe, I, I look at this this team and it seems the closer we get to this opening game, the more there's so much buzz and excitement um in Illini Nation. I mean, Illini land all around the state, around campus. Football's kind of uh taken over and people are excited about it. that's something new for Illini football. What's what's kind of the, been the vibe for you guys as you walk around campus? Is you know kids are back on campus now and the other students and what's the vibe for you guys?
11: You know, people are expecting us to left, pick up where we left off um, from from last year. You know, they're really they're really excited to see us play. Um, just these ones to have success this season again, and they can't wait to watch us play. And just hearing nothing but good things from the from the people around town. So,
3: as you guys get ready to play Toledo, Coach has went out of his way to talk about how they're the MAC champs. Um, how did that offense look to you when you're scouting them? Did that look like a pretty formidable offense that you guys will be going up against in week one?
11: Yes, sir. Um, you know, their offense is uh, pretty much a pro-style, air-ray type of offense. You know, quarterbacks very mobile, very uh, elusive. Um, you know, they got some some guys up front that we got to account for, and then they got some really good skill skill players that we're going to have to go against and game plan against their offense.
1: Tell us a little bit about, about yourself and, and your background. Um, we were talking before that, that you came up from Florida. Um, you've now experienced an Illinois winter. Uh, your family's from Jamaica. So clearly the winter didn't scare you. Well, we're thankful that winter didn't scare you off. Uh, no. you <laughs> no. climbs your whole life.
11: <laughs> so, Sagan, what's the question?
1: Well, the question is just in terms of, you know, tell us a little bit about your background and your family. And, um, you know, I guess the second part of that is, again – that the winter, the winter weather in Illinois didn't scare you off being a, a Jamaica guy and a Florida guy.
11: Yeah. So, um, mom and dad, both from Jamaica, you know, the whole family's from Jamaica, aunts, uncles, grandma, grandpa, um, you know, I'm from small town, uh, not really too small now, but a uh, small, uh, town in Florida, Florida called uh, Port St. Lucie. um, didn't really play football until my freshman year of high school. Not knowing what, you know, I would what, what I would become. Um, you no, know, started wrestling my freshman year as well. Uh did it did it all four years and you know, my junior and my junior and senior year I was a two time state champ, so back to back state champ wrestling and you know, didn't start playing defense um until my junior year of of high school. Um not really knowing if I was gonna get any offers, you know. I knew I wanted to play in the the, the next level, uh college football, but not 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 too sure how I would get there. Um you know, my brother was my high school football coach and my wrestling coach. So I was very fortunate enough for him to have him in my life. Um, you know, he played at uh FIU, Florida International University, you know, played D line there. So just really fortunate to have him in my, my corner. Um he taught me everything I know up until now. Um, you know, you know, my senior year, I got a little buzz, you know, got a little offers here and there. Illinois was obviously came uh probably mid in my uh senior year. Um you know, then I had Tennessee and USF, but Illinois was the most comfortable for me. Um, they got a good relationship with the coaching staff and they had a really good relationship with my mother. So that was the, the most important part for me. And um just very grateful for Coach, Coach B, you know, just teaching me the ways of the game and just different ways I can succeed in life. And I'm just really appreciative of this coaching staff and where I'm at today. So that's a little bit about me, you know, just mm-hmm. a a kid from, you know, Portland, Florida, trying to to, uh, make his his family proud and his mother, his mom proud pretty much.
2: Well, I I think you're doing a great job of that. And most importantly, you're making Mike and I proud. um, Yeah. With the way, with your, uh, you know, excellent, you know, information on wrestling and food. I mean, that's, that's really what it's all about. So, you know, great job with that. I, I do want to, I want to follow up on that a little bit. So, when you when you come to Illinois, when when you get on campus and the first time, what was your re, you know Larry mentioned winter? What was your first reaction when you saw like I'm gonna have to really I'm gonna like wear a parka around campus to to go to class? What was your first reaction when that happened?
11: It's it's funny how you ask that. Um, you know me, the cold really isn't nothing to me. You know, I mean, I'm now I'm walking around with my shirt and my shorts around in a uh, 10 degree weather. You know, I've adjusted really well to to the weather, and then it doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me. Um, not so much for the the cold, but the wind is what gets me. But I mean, I've gotten used to it now. It's not not no big deal to me. You know, I played plenty of Big Ten games in the in the cold, so it's just something I, I I adapt adapted to um, coming up from Florida. So, uh, not really a big thing to me because you know I I could walk around ten degree weather with this, and I feel pretty. I feel <laughs> I feel pretty good.
3: Yeah, the, the wind, the wind is tough because it starts in Nebraska and it doesn't hit anything until it hits one <laughs> of us, and then it's like, wow, yeah. that's really cold. Um, yeah, you know, when when you're looking at, I, I I see like you know how athletic you were, and obviously two time state champion in wrestling. The question I have is, is just all of us played some some sports as we were growing up, except for Larry, who was calling games in preschool, um, but with a
2: tie on with, with a tie yeah, with, and, and a jacket.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Larry's <laughs> always been very formal, but, but like, how does a guy your size not get put on defense? Because every, every team I've been around, they would look at you and go, okay, you're going to play on offense. You're going to play on defense. You're never leaving the field. Yeah. <laughs> how did that happen? It took you till your third year of high school for them to put you on defense. Yeah, every every team that that Brad or I've ever played on, a guy like you would have been on defense, offense, everywhere. What took them so yeah. long to try you
11: on defense? So well, from my understanding, because I started my freshman year uh, playing offense and tackle, um, I was kind of. A little bigger than, it. and um, they were pretty short on no linemen. So I mean, you know, just a kid, never played football really before. Just said, okay, I'll just go ahead and play offensive line for the team. And um, you know, obviously my brother's up in college. He a lineman his whole life, and he came down after he was done with college. He's like, bro, why aren't you playing defense? Like you're big, you're pretty strong, like you're athletic, you're lean. And he's like, you're right, you're right. I should be playing defense, and it didn't click till my junior year where I was playing both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And then I was just, just doing production on both plays on both sides of the ball. So really didn't click to them, but I mean I fell in love with playing defensive end and I just I just really love just how it played and how defense was and I could just fly around to the ball and just pursue relentlessly and just keep playing Dang. to my uh absolute absolute ability on defense.
1: So I'm I'm curious. Um, I want to kind of get into locker room just a little bit. Um, now it's it's year two, freshman year. Obviously, you're looking around and you're wide eyed. It's all new. Uh, crazy You don't have to give any names. Craziest locker room story you've seen so far during your college career.
11: Crazy locker room story. Uh, <laughs> man. Crazy locker room story. Um, I can give you one. Try all right. to keep it. Easy. Uh, so, you know, there's, you know, I'm up north, you know, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of wrestlers up north, you know, there's some wrestlers on the team and, you know, one of my, two of my teammates were wrestling in in the locker room and it was crazy. Like one of them, one of them took him up for a ride and just, it just didn't, it didn't end, it didn't end too, too good. You know, one of them got, one of them got concussed and it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then after that, it was just coaches cool. like no wrestling around, and it was crazy because there was wrestling. It was just it was playing around. It was like kind of like a friendly, just friendly like wrestling competition. It just, it just went the wrong way. So, I mean, that was pretty crazy for me from from last year. Just hearing about that, it was it was just it was crazy.
2: That that actually happened to Mike and I at at um, actually Papa Dell's. Um, over a, there was a piece of pizza we had to wrestle over. And I suplexed
3: so, him. I suplexed <laughs> him. That was it. I got, the I, pizza.
2: I got, no, no, I, I ate the pizza while he was suplexing me. It was all good. <laughs> so it's a good deal for me. So no, uh, but as we, you know, Gabe, I, I gotta, I, I wonder how, you know, Larry mentioned your second year. So you're, you're more of a leadership role this year. How, how does that, uh, how do you make that leadership jump, you know, in, in the locker room for you? How how does that how has that changed?
11: Um, really, um, I just try to focus on my one one of eleven. Um, just trying to focus on my group, the outside linebacker group. Um, you know, recently our, we just got these uh um, these six captains. They just announced on the team. Um, congrats to those guys. Those guys are really good players, and I can't wait to see them play on Saturdays. But really, my role is I try to just you know control what I can control. Um, and try to lead the way as best as possible in my room of course and you know as a, as a team um aspect i just try to lead by example um day in day out try to be the same person every day um and don't be different you know with whether, whether that's trying to tell my teammate to uh pick it up or let's go let's do this let's do this another day and just keep driving you know um you know we're not perfect but i'm always striving to be perfect in my game and i just try to implement that on my other teammates every day.
3: What type of goals do you have you set for yourself this year? You know, we all have to be measured against a set of objectives. What do you want to achieve?
11: Uh personally, um just try to be the best person I could be um on the field, you know, just just doing what I could do to be the best person that's possible. Uh uh my aspect, you know, putting the team first and doing my job and being dependable. Um, That's really what, you know, Coach B harps on, but, you know, I believe it too, Um, just putting the team first and just being dependable as a teammate.
1: Okay, I've, I've got to get one more question in here. So do you have a buddy from high school maybe playing somewhere else that you kind of trash talk back and forth? You know, like you know, we got the win. You didn't. You know, we got a bowl game. You didn't. Is anybody? Do you have any buddies that you have a little friendly rivalry going on with?
11: Uh, no, nah, not really. No. Nah. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, I was the only kid, um, from my class that went uh, Division One, so it's kind of tough. Uh, because it's the my area is kind of hard. You know, as as recruiting. So I mean, I was the only kid on my class that went Division One, so. Uh, I know I, there's people around the area uh that went division one that I because actually there's a kid that plays at Indiana name is uh, James Mons um uh, we played him last year we lost obviously so I mean he went to a high school nearby in the area so he always talks trash you know I can't wait to play uh, him this season you know gotta get that gotta get that get back because you know he got he got me he got me he got us last year on the win so it's only fair to get him this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Florida football down there is just always just just amazing. Uh, Port St. Lucie, Fort Pierce, all the way up and down the treasure coast there. Hey, Gabe, we will leave it there. Enjoy this uh, last weekend that you have off until until the season. What you have big plans this weekend since it's uh, the last one before the season starts?
11: Oh, no, sir. Just um, watching film. I'm trying to get ready for this game next week. All right.
1: Yeah. And of course, the books too. Hit those books. Yeah. That's right.
11: Hey,
1: That's right. Get the maze, man. Get the maze. Yes, Cape sir. Got to get
11: that.
1: That's right. Hey, we appreciate That's your time that. as always. We'll talk to you next week.
11: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: All right. All right. Thanks, Gabe. Bye. Hey, Gabe. Fighting a football team. Again, presented by HX Home Solutions right here on the Sports Spectacular. Stay with us. Much more to come. Uh, we will talk uh, a little more. Uh, trash. I know. I just know. I know that we're going to, Brad and Mike are going to c- talk some trash. They're going to talk about. Uh, The guy, the, the former star football
0: player, who is a household name, who is suing the NCAA. That's coming up next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network.
1: Hi, Larry Smith here with details on a special Illini Guys deal with one of the premier home building and remodeling companies in greater Chicago, HX Home Solutions. If you live in the Chicago area or if you know someone who does and your home or business is in need of attention, Call HX, tell them you're with the Illini guys, and get $1,000 off your project. They offer full residential, commercial, and industrial remodeling and new construction services, and only use the best in-class products with the top installers. Get $1,000 off with the Illini guys discount. YHX, they're experienced in business since 1950. They're respected, an A rating from the Better Business Bureau, and over 100 five-star reviews on Google. They're elite. They use only top materials like James Hardy siding. I have Hardy plank on my own home. It's durable, looks good, and increased the value of my home. Marvin windows, hail-proof ural shield roofing, and much more. And they finish on time. None of this stuff sitting in your driveway weeks after they were supposed to be done already. The Alani Guys discount is available to anyone listening to this message. Their number is 224-880-6000, and their website hxhomesolutions.com be sure to mention the alani guys to get your discount hxhomesolutions
6: when life isn't easy, you need health care that is. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Reserve an appointment online or walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. Virtual visits are also available 24-7, 365. Get started today or find a clinic near you at osfoncall.org urgent care.
1: Well, in case you missed it, and if you're a White Sox fan, you probably did because you've stopped watching. Uh, the White Sox Chicago Southside team cleaning out their front office. Ken Williams, no longer uh the executive vice president. Uh, they also wiped out their general manager. Williams, though, the you know, the, the big name, you know, he was the GM, right? That put together the team that won the World Series back in 05 when they swept Houston and uh, to get the franchise's first World Series win, uh, and at the time, Chicago's first World Series win uh, since World War One. So, um, boy, big moves, but it's been just an atrocious season for the White Sox, so no surprise there that Jerry Reinsdorf cleaned house.
2: The expectations there on the South Side have been really high for a couple of years. I mean, they had some young talent, they had some guys that were going to be good, and it just didn't work out the last few years. And so, and here we are, you just eventually reach a point when you've got a, you know, you're not meeting the expectations and this year has just been a complete debacle. And so it's just time to make a move.
3: Yeah. And at, at some point you start to wonder if maybe, you know, you almost wonder at some point if with the value of these, these franchises, does Reinsdorf think maybe I can make a ton of money and, and let somebody else deal with these expectations that aren't being met because, you know, at some point you maybe need a new head at the very, very top. I saw somewhere that he
1: is uh, 87 years old. I mean, he, he, he he bought the franchise or his part of the franchise in 1981. I mean, he is, he's been over that team for more than 40
2: years. So he's running for president. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's <laughs> <Basically. laughs> too young
2: oh too young. Yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. okay exactly older
1: uh one well, only one of the headlines by the way uh out of the the south side of chicago um that lease of guaranteed rate field um expires in six years 2029 and so the conversation or the uh the threats have begin begun however you want to look at it of the white Sox potentially maybe leaving the city um you know, I, I, there's two schools of thought here, and I, I can see both sides. One is there's no way in the world baseball would let you know, uh, you know, one of the you know, all-time franchises, right, oldest franchises, leave Chicago like the you know with the, with the White Sox. The other says I think they would kill it in a city like Nashville or Charlotte, um, which is burgeoning and and doing well with other pro sports teams. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's I just don't see them allowing that to happen. But the White Sox are gonna get all the money they can out of the city of Chicago to make a their their place better or 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 what have you, you know, make it a better stadium, a better experience, maybe a, and maybe even a better location um within the city.
3: Yeah, I look at uh an article that Dave Wisnowski uh did back in 2012 where he suggested that the White Sox Go play at sold you know at Soldier Field put the, put a facility there where they could get some downtown people foot traffic there in the in the in their games and then move the Bears down to you know where where the White Sox field is where you've got more parking bigger area easier and there's a part of me that wonders if that would be an easy one but will one of these people one of these teams maybe the White Sox try to partner with the Bears to go out to Arlington you know, Arlington Heights, uh, just, I don't know. There's a whole lot of, if you get another team looking for a stadium, it, it gets very complicated and, and it could get very entertaining.
1: And it could get interesting if you have the space out there, because again, you know, the new stadiums are all about the retail, you know, yes. within the stadium and around the perimeter of the stadium. And so if they can find a way to 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 tap into that, um look, White Sox fans, I mean, you know, they, they love their team, right? I mean, you know, who hasn't gone to a White Sox game and tailgated before the game? I remember that was always the biggest shock when I was there in the 05 series. Of course, after the game it's crickets, they they are out of there, you know, well, <laughs> like yes. a yes. bat out of you-know-what. So yes, you there. are. So, yeah, they don't, they don't hang around at all. But <laughs> it, it, I, How many yeah. north
3: side, how many fans would they get, though, up in Arlington Heights? Uh, I don't know. I don't That's, know. That's yeah. a long way away from home base. That is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It
1: is. So, interesting there. Uh, by the way, we we do want to make sure we get to the thought out there. Give to Maui, America Red Cross, uh, whatever it is at all. Uh, I mentioned before, I've got a friend who uh, lives out there, one of my longest, oldest friends, um, native Maui. and uh, He and his wife and his family are okay, but their home was destroyed, lost everything. And so we do want to make sure we uh, plead that you uh, do give to Maui. Um, As we await word on where the Maui Invitational will be played, we're sure it will not be played in Lahaina this year with all that's happening, but thoughts and prayers going to them. Stay with us. More to come after this.
7: Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply.
10: Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally in.
7: That's 800-613-8053. Attention
6: business owners. Have you filed for your employee retention credit and been approved? Are you now waiting for your refund check from the IRS? Instead of waiting months to a year plus, How would you like to get your ERC money in about 10 days? Now you can. With ERCMoneyUpfront.com, we help business owners that have filed their employee retention credit and been approved to get their money faster. If you're getting between $75,000 and $5 million, we could get you up to a 70% advance on that money in about 10 days. To learn more about how you can get your ERC money faster, call this number right now. Speak with one of our funding specialists and have a text sent to your cell phone with details.
7: 800-279-0419. 800-279-0419. 800-279-0419. That's 800-279-0419. This is not a loan product except in California. An offer is not available in the state of Massachusetts.
1: This is Jack Trudeau, the all-time leading passer for the Illinois Fighting Illini, here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Well, a little gambling uh, again in Iowa. It's been the summer of gambling, right out there. Field of dreams? Not really. <laughs> so, uh, another Iowa Hawkeye going down. Uh, the defensive tackle Noah Shannon this week suspended for the season because of this gambling probe. Um, guys, Kirk Ferentz had some pretty biting words about all the Iowa and Iowa State athletes getting hit with this uh, with this probe.
2: Yeah, it's very interesting to see the take here was that, you know, that, well, everybody's doing it. I mean, I use that occasionally when I'm speeding and I say, well, everyone's speeding. <laughs> Somehow I still get a ticket. So, um, but no, you. you there, it's just a fine line. You know, I mean, you know, it's, and I'm sure there are professional athletes who bet on other sports and, different things, but it's just something there's a, there's definitely a fine line. They don't want this to trickle into college athletics. And so they're going to make an example of these guys.
3: Yeah. uh, Far be it from me to support the NCAA, but you, you do have the slippery slope argument on this. And of course there's other schools that get hit regularly with, you know, different suspensions, this and that. And, the you know, particularly when it comes to recruiting violations, the argument that everybody's doing it, which we know everybody's doing it, never resonates. So I'm not certain why that would be a good argument now.
1: Yeah. NCAA, an organization that just can't win right now. So you've got the gambling stuff there and people questioning that. Now you've got Reggie Bush, the former Heisman Trophy winner from USC, um, about to to file a lawsuit um, citing defamation. By the NCAA, Bush, of course, as you know, the whole thing that the lost the Heisman, right, because of uh, he took money from agents, several different agents. One, you can't take money. Two, you never do it with different agents because you only pick one when the time comes. Um, and now he's uh, he's fighting
2: back. Well, he just took pre NIL money. It was it was well, pre NIL. It was NIL before we had NIL. Is what he took. So <laughs> no, it's uh, I I kind of I mean I get where. I don't know. I don't know that there's a leg for him to stand on here. Maybe I'm wrong, but, but I get, I understand why he'd be so frustrated because I, you know, I'm supposed to give up my Heisman, or I'm not a Heisman winner, or didn't get this for doing things that are happening today. So it's definitely, um, it's it's inter interesting.
3: Yeah, for me, it's it's hard again to feel sorry for him when there were clear rules that he broke, and I've always been one when it comes to NCAA rules. If you're going to break them, you don't get caught. And he got caught. I'm not saying the rules are good, but he got caught.
1: Yeah, I guess his complaint is a, a, a 2021 statement made by an NCAA spokesperson. person. Um, and in that statement, they said Bush was involved in a pay for play arrangement. And that's the issue is in terms of the wording of this. Uh, saying earlier this week it was 100% not true, so um, uh, so there you go. Uh, hey, to happier news, uh, Serena Williams, nothing that she can't do, um, including uh, give birth at an advanced age. Uh, Serena announcing this week they've uh, given birth to a second daughter, uh, the tennis legend. Now she's a mommy of two,
2: and I bet she'll keep playing too. She's pretty impressive. Um, uh, she's a pretty impressive female, uh, male, she'd be impressive, male, female, whatever she is. She's just impressive. I mean. Greatest tennis player of all time and, um, you know, still having kids. I'm sure she's definitely in better shape than than most people her age. So uh, kudos to her and congrats.
3: And any coach in the NCAA uh, tennis should make an offer right now and <laughs> so that you can say you're the first one to get this child an offer because you know that with the discipline and work ethic of that woman that these kids will probably be amazing.
1: No, she's 41 years old, guys. By the way, Venus Williams uh, pulled out of this week's event but says she will still play in the U.S. Open at age 43. Remember when tennis stars, female tennis stars, their careers were over like at 30? And they're in their 40s and still playing and still actually competing as well. So to Serena and her husband, uh, congratulations again on the big, uh, uh, the big news there for Serena. Uh, we've got much more to come. This uh, is uh, just getting started. Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy. The talking doesn't stop. We've got more news coming up in just a moment. Keep it here.
0: You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio.
1: Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Illini underscore guys. That's I-L-L-I-N-I underscore guys, G-U-Y-S. And don't forget as well about our big party next week, Friday night, September 1st at Guido's. In case you haven't heard, be sure that you're there. Third annual pregame party as we kick the season off with style uh, at Guido's, 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock, right there in downtown Champaign. Come say a hi to the guys and a number of special guests as well, uh, many of them Illini-related. Speaking of the Illini, we have one of the uh, the newest uh, assistant coaches. Um, so, in other words, translated, he got a raise and is yet to buy us dinner, and that's just too bad. So, Tyler Underwood is here on the show with us now. Tyler, uh, the team, fresh off the trip to Spain. First off, welcome to the Sports Spectacular. Glad to have you here. Um, give us in a nutshell what. Now you've been back here for a couple of weeks. What was that experience like for you?
12: It was a uh, it was a great time to get to know these guys better. Uh, for them to spend time together and uh and honestly the probably the most important part of it from a basketball standpoint came before with our 10 practices uh for lack of a better term basketball kind of takes a secondary role in that trip it's about guys seeing the world seeing the culture there uh and 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 spending time bonding I mean game one we played Madrid and we had jet lag we could barely run and catch um so the basketball is pretty secondary but a successful trip, and our guys had a blast. They got to see the world. and That's, that, that's kind of what that trip is uh, all about.
2: Hey, so, it's like obviously, you got the 10 practices, and that's a big thing from a basketball standpoint. Uh, what did you learn about your team and about your guys? Um,
12: we obviously saw improvements from guys that played last year. Uh thought Ty Rogers has taken a big jump in, in pretty much all facets of his game. Uh, and it's not just the basketball stuff; it's the leadership. He's walking, talking, kind of moving with a different air about him. You can tell he he's he believes in himself. Um, but you know, we're fast, we're athletic. Uh, we had shot the ball really well up to up to the tr- up to the point of games on the trip, uh, and you can attribute that to whatever it is. Marcus Domask is a really really good shooter. Uh, not having him kind of hurt that, but really liked what we saw out of him, and you know we we're versatile. I think this is the deepest team we've had in probably my time here. When you look at kind of one through 11, 12, you have guys who can go. Uh, and that made, practice, made practices really fun because the competition level was raised each day.
3: So Tyler, you've obviously been you know with the team as a player and, and obviously did some work last year as well. What's the difference for you day to day now that you are one of the, uh, assistant coaches.
12: Yeah. The, the biggest change is, uh, it's just on court instruction and I'm now able to watch film with guys and basically instruct them, uh, be a teacher. And it's something that I've enjoyed thus far. It's, it's great. It's it's good for your relationship with guys. Cause you can spend more time with them truthfully. Um, before you'd kind of have to funnel information through, you would talk to a coach about an idea and he would relay that or, you know, you you had relationships with the guys, but it wasn't as basketball-oriented. So it's been great to be able to do that, and I've, I've really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, talking with Tyler Underwood, he's assistant basketball coach for the Illini men's team. Hey, we were talking a bit earlier um, about the big news this week that we're kind of excited about. October 29th, exhibition game, Illinois hosting Kansas. And uh, for Illini fans, the return of Bill Self, of course, you know, we know that uh, Coach Underwood brought uh, Coach Self back uh, for the thing he does every spring, um, you know, the big fundraiser. So it's not like Bill Self hasn't been back in central Illinois. This hasn't been back at Assembly Hall slash State Farm Center. But uh, but this is for a great cause.
12: Yeah, absolutely. You know, anytime you can get Kansas in the arena, it's, it's going to be a fun night. And obviously the Maui Classic is, has has had such a huge impact on college basketball. And with, with the tragedy that's happened there, um, to be able – to get together two-story programs and raise money for a good cause uh, it should be a great night i expect to see the state farm center sold out so it'll be a great experience for our guys from a basketball standpoint but that's that night is all about raising money for uh, for something bigger than basketball and a community that means so much to, to the game true college basketball
2: yeah, I, I think it's wonderful. And obviously we're all excited to see Kansas and Illinois. I, I think we'll probably sell out the state farm center for an exhibition game in, in that one. So <laughs> it's going to be a blast. I, Ty, Tyler, I have to ask if you've had to transition, you know, you were a player under your father and now you're, now you're a coach with him. Are you the, who's the get back guy now? Are you going to transition into the get back guy to kind of keep Brad from, you know, getting out on the court or who's, who's going to have that role. I know <laughs> Jeff kind of had it last year. Do you, do you, do, you move, do you move into
12: that now? You know, I mean, you, you know how – I mean, Jeff Jeff works out every day. He's athletic. <laughs> he's in shape. He's strong. I mean, I, I don't think I can touch Jeff there. I mean, and, and Jeff's done a good job of it. One ejection. We'll take it game by game, but I, I got to get in the weight room for that. well you've
3: got fletch i mean you know you can really say can i just get a uh boxing out boxing out the coach from the basketball court workout there's got to be a workout there that he's got for that
12: oh fletch has a workout for anything unfortunately since i since i stopped playing i've been trying to avoid fletch but i I probably (laughs) i probably need to get back and 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 see my old buddy
3: well, you can you you can tell by Brad and I that you don't want to avoid it too long because it can get really really bad.
12: <laughs> that's that's what that's what I, I worry about as well. Well, I I'm definitely not at my plane weight. <laughs>
3: oh, I, I we're we are at our plane weight where we weigh approximately the same as a plane. Uh, that's about it for us.
1: <laughs> Tyler, what's that? What has that like been? What has that transition been like for you to uh, you know go from playing for your dad and now coaching, um, under your dad, but alongside your dad, what has that dynamic been like?
12: It's, it's been a, uh, you know, it's been a special, I think we're going on year seven. It's been a special seven years here. Um, I wouldn't trade my playing days for anything. Uh, being a part of the champion, the kind of the, the championship team that last year, uh, felt like we really turned it, and and was able to be a part of the culture and make lifelong friends. You know, the University of Illinois means so much to me now. Uh, and then to be able to transition into the coaching side of it, uh, to be able to spend every day with my dad, learn from him, uh, continue to learn from the staff, and and honestly, kind of carry the torch. I like we, Ayotisumu, Andres Felice, Trent Frazier, Demonte Williams, Kofi, Jay Granison. You know, they invested so much blood and sweat equity into the culture uh, and to be able to carry on their message and explain to these new guys what our standard, what our standard is, what Illinois basketball is about uh, and ultimately teach them and continue to grow them and kind of, you know, bring in the next great generation of Illinois players means, you know, so much to me because this place is, has done so much for me.
2: It's, you kind of look forward to your own future. I mean, obviously, you know, your dad's been in coaching and, you know, when you were, I, I, he's often told, I, I've talked to him many times. He's told me a story about, you know, be, coaching in the JUCO ranks and having to decide whether or not he put gas in his car or, or got, bought groceries and just right. a different world it, it, as you're, you're in a, obviously a different place, but how do you look at your future? What do you see like, you know, down the road, what's your long-term goal?
12: You know, I I think I mean this is cliche, but I try to really stay in the moment and just learn as much as I can. Uh, the one thing we talk about as a program, and my dad always talked to me about growing up, was like good things happen to those who work hard. Uh, so I just try to I just try to kind of put my nose down, work hard, and, and and take it day by day. And you know, the one thing about winning is winning. Everyone everyone is rewarded from winning. Um, so just staying committed to our process. Uh, and staying in the moment. And, and that's been a great success for, for me as a player, as a as a coach now. And just something we preach as a program. So I not I try not to look too far ahead and, and just kind of each day, 24 hours, do everything I can to be the best version uh, of myself.
3: You know, when it comes to recruiting nowadays, you have to really look at the high school kids and be monitoring those those folks. You've got to be looking at who could potentially be in the transfer portal and you've got to be almost constantly selling your own kids on the program. How is that, you know, how do you keep track of all that besides just figuring out how to win as you go game by game through the season?
12: Yeah. I mean, and that's, we, we have an unbelievable staff, Tim Anderson, Jeff Alexander, Chester. Uh, Those are the guys who kind of do the bulk of our recruiting and, you know, they manage all of those relationships and, you know it's no different than professional sports it's a, it's an information game it's about intel uh, it's about communicating with as many people as you can and and then kind of going to evaluate those guys and i feel great about where we are as a program in terms of evaluating jeff has done a great job with international talent uh, tim's done a great job locally nationally and cheshire's obviously a monster on the east coast so we kind of divvy it up by regions everyone kind of has a role a different role that they play but you know, you, you're always constantly monitoring it. It's And then uh, information is the uh, key, pretty much like in everything else.
1: You know, one thing is we talked to Tyler Underwood here, assistant basketball coach for the Illini uh, men's team and getting ready for this uh, upcoming season. Hard to believe it's been, uh, boy, so many years already uh, for the Underwood era. But, Tyler, I want to ask you this, and I'm just going to throw it out there, and I, you could say I said it, you didn't. Um, it seemed like you had uh, a few players last year who weren't bought in 100%. Um, it feels like it's August, and and, and – Feelings can change. It feels like just from the reports we're getting from summer workouts, players we're talking to our insiders, guys that the information they're getting that that's not the case. You've got more of a team where you've got more of the players bought in or hundred percent buy in. Maybe you didn't have that a year ago. Is that is that fair?
12: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think last year we, we we had a great year. People forget we lost ninety five percent of our scoring, right? Uh, and so and so much of that was old veterans. Uh, last year there was just a lot of new and with new it's you know there's transition periods there's learning a new basketball system fitting into a new culture and, and last year's team had a great year you know we had a chance to win the Big Ten the last week of the season at Purdue and we came up short of our ultimate goal but you know that team had, had its own highs and lows and ultimately we look we don't want to reflect too much on the past but like that team had a lot of highs for us and and we did a lot of growing, and, and this year's team is no different. There's going to be highs and lows, but, you know, this team is a lot older, a lot more experienced. We have guys who have played at the highest level. Uh, Marcus Domas is a 1,600-point score. Quincy Guria, 1,200-point score. Uh, Justin's been all over. So they've been through the battles, and uh, when, when you've been through that many battles, you kind of you know how to take the bumps, how to roll with the punches. Um, so that's what we look forward to most about this team. They they understand winning and they we have guys who have done it at a high level.
2: Is it does it, and piggybacking on that, does it make a difference when you've got you've got two really or three really good freshmen who are really good on your trip and have played well in practices? Does it help that they don't have to come into kind of a leading role though? They can all kind of find their way. Does that kind of make a difference too?
12: Yeah, no, no doubt, and I think it helps having you know guys like Ty Rogers in the program now, guys like T.J. Shannon, uh, guys who have been with us to help to help kind of uh, usher those guys in. You know, we've always said the best type of leadership is is player led, and we have guys who know our standards and, and are going to hold those guys accountable and help them and pick them up and and show them the ropes. Uh, and that's kind of what you know. For like we had so much turnover the year before, we were we were one of the youngest teams in the country. Some of that is uh, through lived experience, so I think we have lived experience that ca- can help those guys. And they're ultra talented, they're high character kids, and obviously had really good summers for us.
1: Look, I think I think we figured out here during this segment that the ultimate key to success for this year is you getting back in the weight room, my friend. <laughs>
12: <laughs> I, I think that's kind of what we figured out. Uh, I'll have to call <laughs> Flesh Fletcher had <laughs> a revelation, and I'm, I'm ready to get back to it. He's, he's been badgering me about it for a couple of weeks now. So, <laughs> we're
1: gonna, Sturdy, go, uh, you know, behind the scenes and make sure that he knows we that we've had that discussion. Hey, Tyler, <laughs> listen, really good to have you on the show, and hopefully, you're not a stranger. Come back and talk with us again as we get closer to tip off here on the season.
12: Thanks, thanks as always, guys. You guys do a great job.
1: Hey, we appreciate you that, the sure. assistant basketball coach for the Illinois. Again, October 29th. It's the Maui Classic, if you will. Uh, it is the exhibition with the Kansas Jayhawks pack that house and the money again going to help out the victims uh, out there in Maui. Keep it here. We're the Alani guys. This is the Sports Spectacular.
3: Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it. If your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com.
10: Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it.
7: 800-448-0828. 800-448-0828. 800-448-0828. That's 800-448-0828. and we'll change it. Cancel it and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 800 413 7158 800 413 7158 800 413 7158 that's
1: 800-413-7158. Great to talk with the Tyler Unwood there in the last block. We'll stay with basketball here on the Sports Spectacular and bring in the Aladdin gal herself, Adalia McKenzie, as we talk to every week here on the show. Adalia, class back in session. Um, any questions? crazy stories uh here in the first uh first week of classes as an upperclassman
13: um i don't have any crazy stories you wore, I your, deodorant.
1: Say... You, you wore your deodorant yeah, yeah i did okay. wear deodorant all right very good i
13: will say i couldn't find one class and i was just like running in circles for about five minutes when it was literally just around the corner so
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you one time, Adalia, I didn't find my class for three weeks. <laughs> true, true story. It may have been semi-intentional, but it, still, I didn't find it for three weeks. I show up. Yeah, we got a quiz next time. And I was like, all right, I guess better get rolling. So, and that's you know, still
3: like, in the Guinness book for the world's longest hangover.
2: <laughs> Everybody has a role, Mike. Mine was going to school, six years of college, <laughs> undergrad. So
1: He was Van Wilder without the money.
2: He was. He was. <laughs> or the looks. <laughs> but other than that, same thing, same thing. So Adalia, I gotta, I gotta ask. So you're back on campus. What's the vibe. I mean, for you, I mean, you're, you're old now. I mean, I hate to say this, but you're getting up there. You know, you're a junior now you're kind of the veteran. What, what's the vibe for you on, on campus now?
13: Dang, Brad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel like I am an upperclassman and I'll say that because like, there's so many people on campus and I'm just so used to being on campus. So I know everybody's there, just excited and stuff. I'm like, Oh, here's another year just going back to school. I mean, it is exciting. It's my junior year, but also I feel like I'm getting used to it. Is that an old thing to say?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a very good old thing to say. <laughs> um, now as, as you guys are, are going forward here, you know, getting ready for the season, how is it staying in shape and stuff? Um, kind of between as you're trying to get into the classes? Is that hard to get to focus on the weightlifting and stuff like that when you have studying to do?
13: Uh, Not really. I feel like our coaches do a good time with, like, planning when to do workouts and stuff like that. And um, we did start doing lifts and stuff already. And I think, again, I talked about before, just time management, just getting the priorities out the way. Yeah.
1: Talking with the Diana McKenzie here, the Illini guy. She's the Illini gal. Um, you know, you talk about again the, the pressure of this. I want to ask you, kind of getting out of uh, basketball for just a moment and get your perspective. We had the issue with the World Cup and um, the kiss from the Spanish team exec to uh, to a player. Um, as a female athlete, and, and you deal in this space, what was your reaction when when you saw that?
13: Um, I just I just feel like. With everything, you got to have balance, you know, and you can't really let your excitement kind of get in the way of certain things. You know, I feel like a lot of decisions is driven off emotion, of course, but I feel like it's great, you know, to celebrate and stuff like that, but it's always an appropriate way to do things, you know?
2: One thing we got to see the other day, I, I tell you, we got to see a um, line A basketball put out a drone, like, video, going through the practice facility. And so I look at that practice facility. It's it's amazing, right? I mean, what's it like being in that practice facility and doing all your training there?
13: Man, it's amazing, honestly. Like, we literally have everything in there. You know, it's kind of like my second home. <laughs> but <laughs> it is really good to have all those resources and to have a great facility with 24-hour access. Like, it doesn't get any better than that.
3: How does that um, work from a recruiting standpoint? Because you guys have a facility that is comparable to one of the best men's basketball program in the country. Does that attract a lot of recruits when they come and kind of see that?
13: Yeah, for sure. Like every time on tours, the recruits are like in awe and I I do sell, I'm like, yeah, we got like one of the best facilities and this is, everything is in here, you know, like who wouldn't want to be in that environment, you know? And also it's the people who makes the place. So you have a great facility, but also you have great people in it. Like you don't get, it doesn't get any better than that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Dahlia, we'll let you go early here so you can get an early start to class. Don't get lost. We'll see you next week. We got to run.
13: All right. See ya.
1: All right. Bye-bye. Danny McKenzie, light eye Gal right here on the Sports Week Tackler. Stay with us. More to come.
6: When life isn't easy, you need health care that is. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Reserve an appointment online or walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. Virtual visits are also available 24-7, 365. Get started today or find a clinic near you at osfoncall.org slash urgent care.
1: Hi, Larry Smith here with details on a special Illini Guys deal with one of the premier home building and remodeling companies in greater Chicago, HX Home Solutions. If you live in the Chicago area or if you know someone who does and your home or business is in need of attention, Call HX, tell them you're with the Illini guys, and get $1,000 off your project. They offer full residential, commercial, and industrial remodeling and new construction services, and only use the best in-class products with the top installers. Get $1,000 off with the Illini guys discount. YHX. They're experienced in business since 1950. They're respected, an A rating from the Better Business Bureau, and over 100 five star reviews on Google. They're elite. They use only top materials like James Hardy siding. I have Hardy plank on my own home. It's durable, looks good, and increased the value of my home. Marvin windows, hail proof Ural shield roofing, and much more. And they finish on time. None of this stuff sitting in your driveway weeks after they were supposed to be done already. The Illini Guys discount is available to anyone listening to this message. Their number is 224-880-6000 and their website, hxhomesolutions.com. Be sure to mention the Illini Guys to get your discount, (laughs) hxhomesolutions.com. Well, we're talking here in the commercial break with uh, one of the more familiar uh, faces, voices, uh, characters, if you will, in Illini Athletic history. He's a friend of the show. Back again, David Williams, talking about a golf tournament uh, next week as we uh, second annual tournament he's going to have for his David Williams Foundation. Hey, David, we're talking about uh, the, the hurricane, um, chuckle, chuckle, that did not hit Los Angeles. Now, some areas did have some rain and that kind of thing, uh, but you were saying that really your area was was fine, right?
4: Yes, our area was mild, so we they they scared the bejesus out of everyone <laughs> because they said a hurricane was coming, and of course we're not used to hurricanes, so everybody was panicking, running to get food and water and batteries for flashlights and stuff like that. So I I, I think we were all prepared, but on Sunday was supposed to hit Sunday and Monday. Sunday it you kind of a light rain all day, and Monday it was like seventy five degrees, like every other day. So we got spared. Uh, some parts of uh, Baja, California, I think, were hit bad. Riverside County, and they showed some flooding in Palm Springs. But for the most part, where we live and they thought it was coming, we were we were OK.
2: So you're uh, with that with that rough weather you're having in California, you're ready to get back to the Midwest, to Illinois. Who, who thought mean, anybody would ever say that?
4: <laughs> right, right. Hey, when they talk about hurricanes, I was thinking about going out there a week ahead of time. <laughs> Get back
2: out there.
3: Might have been worse weather in Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Right,
4: right.
2: It, it was an oven in Illinois. It was like a hundred degrees. So, uh you know, it's like seventy percent humidity. So, uh, oh, that's painful. It, it was like the feels when the feels like are like one eighteen. You don't want to be there, David. So yes. it's, it's not good. So, but you are coming back to Illinois, right? Big event I'll be coming up. Pretty exciting, yes. right?
4: Excited. I'm very excited. I'll be back next Thursday. My second annual golf tournament is next Friday, September 1st. And also that weekend is the 40th Rose annual uh, Big Ten Championship Rose Bowl reunion. So I'm going to get to see a lot of guys I haven't seen in 40 years. So that's kind of exciting.
3: So let's talk a little bit about you know you you do this golf tournament as a fundraiser, maybe you could talk a little bit about who the fundraising is for and how you can you know help those folks out, um, and and what it does you know what it means to those individuals.
4: Well, it's it means a lot for those guys. It's the first charity is the uh, Tom Jones Challenger League. That's uh I don't know if the political word is like handicap children um children that uh are physically impaired seeing impaired so we provide them with funds to uh help them play sports right, right. say like uh the kids will have a baseball a big bat and somebody help them hit a ball and the ball is like a giant ball an announcer will announce them coming out like they do for us you know, now playing wide receiver David Williams is now coming up John Smith and the crowd will go crazy and people will cheer and he'll get up and go go hit a ball and then somebody will run with them to first base or push them in a wheelchair to first base and they get to play baseball and stuff like that. Mm. And that's kind of exciting. That's, that's exciting and, and I'm glad to be a part of that. And last year we were able to hand them a check for a nice uh, amount of money. And also this year we're going to donate money to dash that's bonnie blair's charity where she provides equipment for kids that can't afford uh uh, skating equipment and equipment to play sports so we got two really good charities we got some great people coming out and we're excited about putting this on for these uh raising this money for these kids
1: yeah, it's um I know last year you talked about just your your passion in this um and and the excitement that you have uh in putting this on. Um now I know the website davidwilliamsfoundation.org, correct?
4: Yeah, yes, correct. Okay,
1: okay. Um if we have any uh people who are uh procrastinators and they still want to get in, do you have any slots?
4: To yes, we it? still Yes, okay. we still have room. We have 22 uh, uh uh, groups right now uh, last year we had a nice fluctuation of like eight to ten groups that signed up in the last couple of weeks to push us to 28 so we're trying to see if we can uh, match that or even surpass that we're playing at the orange and blue course uh, out in Savoy and if you want to donate some money and then come hang out with some Rose Bowl guys and some College Football Hall of Fame players uh, it would be we, you'd be more than welcome to come out and join us
2: Now, speaking of hanging out with you, David, I I assume you're going to be uh, stopping by our Illini guys party um, that evening. Are you going to have time to come by and see us at Guidos?
4: I'm going to get by because you guys did a smart thing and included my Rose Bowl teammates. And (laughs) I have to hang out with my guys. (laughs) So it just so happened that you guys – have a spot for us. So I'm coming to hang out with you guys and my, and my guys. So those guys are looking forward to that.
1: Well, you you know, we have, we do have to say, you've got to be there tradition because uh, Mike, I do believe that David is the only person to have attended both of the Illini guys pregame
3: kickoff parties that we've had. Yes, he is the only one besides the Illini guys. Besides the Illini guys, of course.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, so David, so you, you got to at least make an appearance and keep the
4: streak alive. Where's my freaking uh shares in the company? You <laughs> <laughs> you you're, you're getting a you're getting a collector's shirt <laughs> when you have,
3: when you have,
1: show David's, up. We have a special gift just for you. We really do. I mean, we already to give it away, but
4: yeah. Awesome. Yes, yes, I do recall. That was yes, this is going to be the 3rd year in a row. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I'm glad you guys uh invite me and in, in, include me in your in your in your parties and your in your get-togethers.
3: Yeah, on the football side, we don't have the arguments that we have on the basketball side where we have different guys from different eras claiming their kingship. I'm not certain if anybody wants to do that against the 83 team. What do you think?
4: Well, who could do it?
9: <laughs> because
4: because because I could talk about some of the other our other good teams, but a lot of the other good teams, they didn't play all the other all the best teams in the conference. Yeah. Um I talk with uh, Quentin Parker. Sometimes they talk about their their ninety team could beat us, but I'd say you can't be a co champion and, and be in this conversation. Sorry, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right? Crazy. There's either they're either champions or co champions. I don't even know how you. And then I I, I gave him a hard time because I told him uh, you guys were co champs with like three other teams. Like, what's that? How does that <laughs> even happen? <laughs>
3: they, they didn't right? go nine and they didn't go nine and oh David you know that that's the thing I think that fans don't realize is you were one of those few years where where the big 10 teams played everybody and you are the only team in the history of the conference to go undefeated against every team in the conference if I'm remembering correctly
4: yep you're correct and that'll never happen again no. considering we have 18 teams now
2: that <laughs> plays 17 big 10 g- games. Together. Right.
4: <laughs> right. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even know how that's gonna be possible. And then and then our, we had a good team. I think uh uh Brandon Lloyd's team was pretty good, but yep. they they missed. They didn't play everybody either. Right. So you I don't you can't be champions if you don't have to play the hardest teams. Yeah, we beat Iowa, per, uh, Purdue. Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan State, and all of them was ranked in the top 15. We knocked them all off. And we were picked to take ninth in 83 in the conference, one spot ahead of Northwestern. And we just rolled over those guys. We lined up and we said, okay, we're going to hit you in the mouth and we see if you can take it. And that's what we did.
1: Talking with College Football Hall of Famer, David Williams, the Illini great receiver and set so many records during that time. David, 1983, the Rose Bowl season, you mentioned nobody saw this team coming and had any idea in August what the team would accomplish. What does it mean for you and for the guys to uh, get a chance to come back 40 years later and uh, and be the toast of the town? You know, I mean, to be recognized uh, for one of the great accomplishments in school history.
4: That's awesome. You know, we didn't. You know, you don't – when it's happening, you just being a part of it so you don't realize how special it was because we was taking it one game at a time. You know, we didn't know we was going to beat all those guys. It just started happening. And then, you know, you look up after two or three games and you go, hey, we could play. And we're not scared of you, right? Because every time we went into a game, we was underdogs. And Mike White would walk in the meeting and go, hey, we're 12-point underdogs. You know, we're nineteen years old. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> right? We, we had no idea. He would say right, that I, right. until I hit in my thirties. I had no idea what an underdog meant. And you, uh,
2: uh,
4: underdog by thirteen points. He would say that we're minus thirteen points. Can you believe that? And I'm like, what the hell does that mean?
2: <laughs> they only know right? that in Iowa and Iowa State. <laughs> right. <laughs> they they uh, know. Right. They know those. They know those right. spreads well. Ba-dum-bum. There. Right. Right. <laughs> right
4: <laughs> punt intended yes so yeah hey i witnessed i witnessed one of those in 90 in 85 that that iowa team was 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 a monster and that happened legitimately <laughs> that that happened wow mm-hmm. yeah yeah so so yeah we 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 lined up and talking about underdogs every week then we just start rolling and then we're like, OK, now we're like six and one and we got this monster schedule happening. So we got to win these games to go to the Rose Bowl. Then you, you could see the light at the end of the tunnel, but you couldn't look past Ohio State and Michigan because it's been 20 years since we beat either one of them. And, you know, everybody's like, hey. You know, I had a reporter come to me and go, hey, you guys haven't beat Michigan in 20 years. I said, man, I'm 19. I don't have nothing to do with that. It's <laughs> <laughs> Hard I said, to argue with you. Right? Yeah. I was like, shoot, because our defense was so good. I was like, man, we're going to line up and we're going to go. So they better bring it because we're not scared. We had a lot of J.C. transfers. We had Don Thorpe, who was Big Ten Player of the Year. We We were playing so well, we didn't even know any better to be honest we were just playing and it was just happening and we got lucky and heck the biggest game of the, the biggest drive of the season um uh Zach scrambled and made a couple big runs Scott Golden made two of the biggest catches of the whole year I don't know if Scott Golden had any catches the whole year but he had the most the, the best the, the most important two catches we had on that last drive so Everybody just stepped up and did their job.
3: So w- one thing I noticed too is is you're now a voter for the FWAA and the NFF, and so uh, I just saw that you have your week zero rankings out. So um, you're you're I'm assuming you're going to keep Illini fans up to date through social media on how you're voting and and who you're looking at week after week in terms of uh, college football rankings?
4: I'm going to post that every Wednesday, and hopefully we start knocking some guys off, and then I could I could rank us because I want to – you know I want to put us up there. I want to rank us big time. Um, so we got a big – I think we got a big game week three. If we beat Penn State, we're going to be in the top. I mean, but first we got to take care of Toledo because I, I looked at their schedule last year and their scores, and they could score points. So yes. we gotta handle Toledo first before we can get to Penn State. But yes, I will the National Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation, that's basically the College Football Hall of Fame. Okay. Right. So they they asked me if I would be one of the voters. And I was I, I thought absolutely. I said, because now I can't freaking complain about all these polls i read and wonder, <laughs> yeah. wonder who the hell is voting for these guys.
11: Right. Right. So right.
4: so I said absolutely. And then we have to uh put in our our polls uh every Sunday morning. Uh for we have, you know, we, of course we gotta watch some games to see what's going on. Um yeah. and, and every Sunday I'll put in my 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 picks. And then I'll post it so everybody can see what my picks are. So hopefully Illinois will, if they start off 3-0, I'm going to rank them because they're going to beat Toledo that can score and we're going to beat Penn State. So then they're going to be in the top 16 because the other people are going to play each other, so they're going to knock each other off. We look forward to seeing it.
1: And we look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, David Williams, again, the David Williams Foundation Golf Tournament on Friday at Orange and Blue Course in Savoy. Uh, DavidWilliamsFoundation.org. Good to talk to you. It's gonna be great to see you, brother. Next week. We appreciate your time.
4: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, I didn't see you guys. Hey, I did see you guys name on the sign-up sheet. Yeah, yeah,
1: because I haven't played golf in five years. I don't care. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on that. Hey, we gotta hit a break.
4: All right, man. <laughs> this is a great time for a break. Hey, good but, job, Larry. Good.
1: With you. Our producer is going,
4: <laughs> get out of there. All right. you
10: hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Back All right, <laughs> Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them
7: negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-816-4492 800-816-4492 That's 800-816-4492. Do you know someone
10: with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help right now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Are drug and alcohol problems hitting you too close to home? Get help right now. Insurance may cover
7: everything. 877-927-3380. 877-927-3380 That's 877-927-3380
1: Big news this week for former Bears uh, star defensive lineman Steve McMichael, who's really battling uh, some really serious um, health issues. But he got word earlier this week that he's moved on to the uh, final stage of the uh, senior committee voting for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, What that means is he's a finalist like one of three. He's basically going to get in. um, And this is fantastic, guys. I mean, Mongo, 65 years old, battling ALS he's not in good health. I mean, they're, they, they hope he can literally just hang on until, until, you know, till January. So we can actually hear the actual announcement. Uh, great, fantastic news for Steve McMichael and the bears.
2: So uh, yeah, he's uh Steve McMichael's one of those guys. I mean, you know, from obviously Mike's going to have some great stories because of his professional wrestling time. Right. But I mean, he was one of those characters on those, on the, those bears teams in the eighties. And, uh, just fantastic football player, but also just uh, known for being quite a character and really fun guy. So uh, interesting. Uh, you're you I'm glad. I'm happy that he is getting in, finally getting his due before possibly before he, you know, uh, goes passes on.
3: Yeah, and, and he deserves to to be recognized while he's here, if humanly possible. Rick Flair will take pictures of him and put him on his social media. And it's 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 heart wrenching to to watch uh, and see what a what, you know, and, and certainly any ALS donations that people do would be greatly appreciated. Um, you know, uh, McMichael continued the the tradition of Ernie Ladd, who went from the NFL um, to pro wrestling. And he had a great career, and, and he was fantastic growing up with the Bears, made football fun, and then kind of did the same thing in the wrestling world. So uh, it's been really sad to, to see the tough times he's come upon.
1: Yeah, and given the assistant Jim McMahon as well, uh, the, his former teammate and quarterback uh, back in the 80s, who was the one who – uh, you know, about a year, year and a half ago, was saying, "Hey, listen, we need to get this guy in," and he began the public push yep. uh, to make this happen. So, kudos to uh, to Mad Max. Um, speaking of uh, NFL quarterbacks, uh, big story out in San Francisco: Trey Lance, who uh, was drafted, even though they had Jimmy Garoppolo, former EIU star, um, and to to be their next star quarterback, and now he goes into uh, one year after he went in as a starter, suffers the injury, and goes down uh lance now the third stringer as this week he lost the backup job to sam the the well-traveled sam darnold behind brock purdy the former seventh rounder who played his way into the starting job and now all of a sudden lance probably on his way out of uh, san francisco if they can find a trade partner to give him a high enough draft pick to to take him
2: you know quarterbacks are rarely a can't miss guy And you, you, they take so many shots on these guys, Sam Darnold, a good example, high draft pick Trey Lance, high draft pick rock Purdy, last draft pick. Yeah. And you know, and here he is, Tom Brady, last draft. And so six round draft pick. So you look at these guys, there, there's no cut and dried, um, you know, formula for who's going to be a great quarterback. Sure. We have, you know, and I think the greatest example is Peyton Manning and Ryan leaf going, you know, right next to each other. And, one guy's an all-time great. One guy never, you know, amounted to much. So you don't know what you're going to get. And and that's why I think that a guy like, you know, Trey Lance is just, I, I never looked at him and said, this guy's going to be, oh, I really think this guy's going to be great. But everybody, potential. What's what's your phrase, Mike? What do you say about potential? It means you haven't done squat yet, right? Yes.
3: And I I think the the problem I had with drafting Trey Lance had nothing to do with Trey Lance, right? Um, but if you have a, a solid quarterback and you have an opportunity to get a top five, top ten pick that, that that has difference makers that are clearly rated ahead of Trey Lance and at your positions of need, and you pass on them for for a quarterback, which Brad said is kind of a roll of the dice. That is just insane because you know you could have you know you take a look at, at you know some of the the history when you get a really good quarterback and you waste a first round pick on on a player you don't really need it's just it you well, can't do that in the NFL and be competitive.
2: Mike, how many years did Jim Green Bay? You know they picked Jordan Love when they could have gone out and got somebody to help maybe help Aaron Rodgers. I mean, might you know, have another we,
3: Super Bowl if you, they did
2: exactly. Maybe if you take an impact wide receiver and there were lots of guys out there. Yes. You might have won a Super Bowl. I mean, gone to or Super Bowl, you may. Offensive knows?
3: lineman, Brad, or, or offensive lineman, him. because he's yeah. had, they've had shortages on the line. I mean, I, it, I, I just think it's, the, you know, again, I understand what was happened with the Packers in the 90s when they would draft a guy at the end of the first round. But I'm talking about that top 10, that top 10 where you're going to get an impact player and you pass on that for a cross of the fingers.
1: Yeah, and now you got Brock Purdy, who, by the way, you keep him because he's you are saving a ton of money. You got rid of Garoppolo, right? He's now with the Raiders, Uh, and you bring in Darnold for less money because he's a backup guy trying to just make the team, and now all of a sudden Lance is on his way out. You bought yourself some time, and you bought yourself millions of dollars. Hey, speaking of Tom Brady, by the way, his replacement in Tampa, none other than Baker Mayfield, uh, another top overall pick who is uh, trying to find new life. Uh, and his third stop in the NFL as well. Stay with
0: us. More to come after this. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network.
8: This ad furnished by Nesman LLC. Offer not valid in all states or were prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details.
0: Honey, the credit card
9: bill came, and we're maxed out.
8: Great. Maxed out cards, rent is due, bills are piling up. We just need some extra cash to help us get by.
9: We should do what my brother did. He went to 27cash.com and got $3,000.
8: With our bad credit?
9: 27cash.com is different. They're one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000.
8: I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork.
9: Nope. My brother said it was fast and easy. He did it right from his phone.
8: If you have a regular source of income, you can be approved for a loan of up to $5,000 in minutes, and your cash can hit your bank account as soon as the next day. Our lenders have millions of dollars to lend regardless of your credit history. Great news. I went to 27cash.com, and we'll have our money as soon as tomorrow.
9: Wow, that is fast.
8: If you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com.
1: Hi, this is Larry
8: Smith, proud native
1: of central Illinois. It's been an honor to have reported on the world's biggest sporting events for the past three decades. And as a lifelong Illini fan, it's a privilege to now be with IlliniGuys.com. My friends and I put this together with one goal in mind, to have the best Illini-centric website around. Great features, podcasts, insider stuff. I know a little something about telling athlete stories, and these guys know a lot about the Illini. It's a perfect match. Come over and check it
6: out. When life isn't easy, you need health care that is. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Reserve an appointment online or walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. Virtual visits are also available 24-7, 365. Get started today or find a clinic near you at OSFOnCall.org. Virgin Care.
0: You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com, on the Alliney Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio.
1: In case you thought we've forgotten, we have not. Uh, the ACC back to a conversation about expanding. Uh, once again, it is Stanford, Cal, and remember SMU once in, and they said, "Listen, keep your media money. We're we'll sell we'll sell fund for seven years." Um, guys, the ac surprising ACC had said no, but it, clearly conversations are
3: still ongoing. Well, we know that conversations like this are going on between all the conferences and different schools at almost twenty four seven. But I would say that I really would wonder why a school would attach their wagon to the ACC, give up your your grand rights until twenty thirty six knowing that you're still going to be way behind the big 10 and sec, and they are going to negotiate another con uh, another contract in that time period. It seems like you're basically saying, look, we'll let them start with a one lap lead and then hold my beer. We're going to give them a second lap. I I don't understand why they would do this.
2: It's interesting. You make a good point. I, the only thing I can think is that there must be not be interest in Stanford and Cal to the Big Ten. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. the Big Ten must just be like, I we don't want them. Um, so and if that's the case, I guess they really don't have many other options. And so they're kind of looking. They're going to take a reduced rate, it sounds like. SMU's taking nothing. They're taking a reduced amount. But by taking a reduced amount, the other ACC schools are going to get more. So you can see why they actually will get the votes from the other ACC schools possibly. They only need to flip one more school to get this done. So it's going to be uh it's wild. This conference expansion doesn't make a lot of sense, but it it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh 15 uh, voting members that includes Notre Dame, which has gone on the record and said they are lobbying actively to get Stanford in the ACC. Big 10 fans who think that Notre Dame and Stanford's coming to the Big 10. It's not happening. Notre Dame is in the ACC, not trying to leave there, trying to get Stanford to join them. Um, and so, I, Brad, I think you're right. What that says to me is that, listen, Stanford and Cal looking up, saying, well, it's either $5 million a year if we go to the Mountain West Conference, um, which means our programs are decimated, or we take a last stab and see if we go to the ACC, even at less money. Right now, the AC, uh, Pac-12 team's getting about $24 million um per team roughly that's in the last year of their existing contract which expires next june um the acc paying out about 40 million per school last year uh that should go up but again it, it's, it would appear that uh, they may get maybe half that so it continues uh speaking of notre dame uh one of two uh, major teams that we're watching this weekend. notre dame in ireland taking on navy usc uh taking on San Jose State as they open their final season in the Pac-12.
3: That's definitely not the game that you want to uh pull a face flop on over there in Ireland. We saw what happened, you know, uh with Nebraska and the the trigger effect and and it was actually the high point of the Northwestern season that wasn't very high at all. Um, you know, you you think it's you think it, it looks pretty obvious who's going to win. I don't know that I'd want to play Notre Dame over there, but um Yeah, it's a great time to kick off the season, and I'll probably tune in just because it's college football.
2: (laughs) It's always exciting to watch the games, even if you're not that interested. They still are on your television, right? I'm not really watching, but I'm but I'm watching. Yes,
1: (laughs) yeah, no question about that. And uh, again, USC, boy, what a resurgence they've had uh, under Lincoln Riley, uh, the head coach out there. Caleb Williams, let's. Lest we forget, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. Um, boy, just a you know a, a true junior uh, out of Washington, D.C., the great Gonzaga school program there in the district. Uh, his uh, talent's on display for one last time in the Pac-12. But it, it would appear his talent, uh, he'll go pro and will never make it to the Big Ten. So there you go with that. But all right, we will uh, leave it there. Enjoy the games. College football is here. Enjoy the weekend as well. We'll see you right back here. Same time, same place, same station. For Mike, for Brad, I'm Larry. Everyone else, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
0: ILL. I-N-I. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.